Jimmy Ludlow, senior class president of the St. Bonaventure High School class of 72 and chair of the Silver Reunion Committee, is literally run off his feet. His wife kneels beside him, applying an ice pack to his twisted ankle. Seems he carried too many winter coats in too big a rush across the cafeteria, blocked his line of sight, slipped on the newly waxed floor, and landed flat on his back. Poor Jimmy. First he drops the tying touchdown pass in the final seconds of the state championships, now, twenty-five years later to the month, he's again the subject of shame and ridicule, flailing on the ground like a carp. Tony Grato, the class of 72's most likely to be mistaken for the other Italian guy, is in a foul mood. Gabriella keeps asking why, but how can he cover it all? There is the sad fact of the reunion itself, which confirms he's more than two decades past his prime. There is the unending line for drink tickets. There is the tight fit of his suit pants, despite his recent regimen of treadmill runs. There is the absence so far of a single one of his high school buddies, and the pain in his lower back, and the lie he told her about how he spent his afternoon and the real story behind it. There is the what-do-you-do-for-work chit-chat they're suffering through in line for the drink tickets, which has already elicited the tired joke about how the world doesn't need another lawyer. And there is Tony's creeping realization that the joke is tired only because it's true. Snap out of it! Gabby says playfully, pinching his thigh, but without the annoyance or resentment he deserves. She weaves her arm around his. Tony can't help but compare Gabby to the other wives, except there is no comparison. Even three months pregnant, she's in better shape, a head taller, and wears her hair down the way he likes it, which makes her look ten years younger, and a ringer for Natalie Wood. Her figure comes through loud and clear in the tight green blouse she's got on, cut low but not too low, and the Catholic schoolgirl pleated plaid skirt she wore at his request. Jackpot, his mother had whispered discreetly in his ear the first time he brought around Gabriella Moreno. She might have loved Gabriella more than she loved him, relieved as she was that her only son had settled down, and now that his mother was gone, Gabriella was his last link to her. You look great, he whispers, leaning in. He feels a twitch of desire. They should run off to a hotel to capitalize on the moment. Lately, he's needed a hotel or some other exotic location to accomplish the act. If it weren't for the seaside place they rented in Cape May this summer, there'd be no sun on the way. I'm the luckiest man in the world, he says. She pulls him closer. Right back at ya. I mean it, he says. There are twenty people ahead of them in line, twice as many behind. They all seem to be looking at them. Okay, she says. I believe you. It's a grand affair, this reunion. The committee traditionally rents a ballroom for the silver anniversary. 
but the class of 72 made a special request to hold theirs at the alma mater, no matter how tight the squeeze. Apparently, they're champions of school spirit. According to the peppy teenage greeter, who is, impossibly, the daughter of one of Tony's classmates, not only does his class have a deep connection to the bricks and mortar of St. Bonaventure's School for Boys, but their average gift per alumnus is nearly double that of the other classes. They're a visible presence at father-son breakfasts and charity golf outings and 5K runs. Though Tony hasn't been to a single one of these events, he has donated with some regularity and once even asked that his gift remain anonymous.